Welcome to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I'm your host, Chad Oliver, and every week we read a sentence out of a little book I like to call The Lord of the Rings. Uh, every, a lot of people like to call it that. Uh, not everybody, though. Um, from the opposing camp, we have returning guest Ethan Lawrence. Ethan, remind us what you like to call the book. Uh, you've really sprung that on me. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what that bit was, but again, it's been a week, but it is another early morning for me, and I forgot what comedy was. I always got, and... I always called it the the King of the Ring because I like wrestling. Ah, and his name is John Cena. Doot 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 yeah, John Cena, he seems nice. I liked Peacemaker a lot. You see Peacemaker? Uh, no, I've only ever seen one film. Well, that's a TV show. Oh, I, I haven't watched any TV. No, oh, no TV. <laughs> um, so you, you're you in a couple what? of TV shows, but... Uh, oh, yeah. It, was, well, it, it makes a it a bit of a busman's holiday, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, can't, I can't, be, can't be doing that. You know, if, if say, you were, mm-hmm. a, you were a butcher... You wouldn't go to an abattoir for fun, would you? You've lost me. Uh, you, you're saying a couple of words. I, I don't know. Butcher? What is that? Oh, a butcher. Yeah. Sorry, thought... a, a, a butcher. A butcher. Yeah. Can you do, can you talk normal <laughs> for me? <laughs> like regular people? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, you you're wouldn't saying. send a butcher to a meat locker. <laughs> that, see, that's a good joke. That I get. I heard. Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. There was something getting lost there. I don't know if it was just over Zoom. I just, I listen, abattoir is that a word you have? (laughs) No, abattoir, it's a meat locker. Okay, see, okay, I see when you said meat locker the second time, I just assumed I was mishearing the word meat locker. I don't know, I don't know that other word. There's a chance. Here's the thing, you can't really use me as an example of what. America what words Americans know and don't know because I'm really stupid I don't know all the words that we should be expected to know um and for a long time for a long time I uh would try to like fake it my way through it and be like oh yeah totally you know and just like pretend I know what people are talking about I've decided more recently to break down the facade and say no actually you have lost me i don't know what we're saying what 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 is the word what are we what are we talking about i think that's i think that shows growth i think it shows it shows willing it shows you willing to learn i yeah because i do want i i like middle school age forward into like early 20s probably i was embarrassed to not know all the things uh, and you know what I mean, but now I'm like, I don't know. Just, just, just tell me now. I'll learn now. I'll remember now. You know. I think the one of the benefits of getting older is that you realize you'll never know everything. That's true. Yeah, I have areas of expertise. I did a an Oscars podcast. I know movies, and I sometimes take for granted uh, that uh, I follow movies like an insane person, and not everybody does. Some people like you have only seen one movie yeah the matrix reloaded and, yeah so i don't know i don't know anything about your your your, your dc marvels or your your universals yeah. i don't know anything, i don't know anything about that yeah i know um, that um, and that's all i called, know 
That's the only <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, I think like in an apocalypse situation, you know, if the events of like the last of us, I know you don't think, I know you don't know the last of us, but it's a TV show about the end of the world. Uh, I know you don't watch TV. But... Wasn't that based on a video game? It is. Oh, so you know the video game. I've played, I've played a video game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's a show now. Uh, oh, wow. Because I've only ever played one video game. It's The Last of Us? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Enter the oh. Matrix. Oh, okay. uh, the tie-in to the <laughs> right, Matrix right, Reloaded right. film. Of where course. you play as Niobean Ghost. If you oh, you don't even that. get to play as Neo? No, heck no. That wouldn't happen until years later. <laughs> Great. Um, That's what people were crying out for. They were like, yes, Jada Pinkett Smith. That's what this film is about. <laughs> that is what we want. Uh, hey, keep, but in all seriousness, you, <laughs> I knew this was gonna name. you should probably keep her name out of your mouth. Yeah, I'll just, keep her name, name out of my fucking mouth. Yeah, you probably should. Uh, we don't say fuck on this show anymore. We don't. Are we back to? Are we back to going PG? We're PG. Other than the two fucks you just heard and that one there too, which you will obviously uh, bleep. No, because I'm also turning over a new authentic leaf where I'm not trying to pretend anymore. I'm trying to, I'm cringe. I'm, I'm not Gen Z. I'll never be Gen Z. You know, I'm not going to have the middle part or the bell bottom pants that are so popular with these kids. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my, my straight pants and I, I got the side part and I'm comfortable with that. Okay. I am. Um, I mean, you can feel free to shoot me down in flames if you wish, but I would argue that saying that this is a PG podcast while not making it a PG podcast by refusing to bleep things is less authentic. Oh, son of a bitch, you're right. Okay. Um, uh, we're already beyond PG-13 because we said a couple of F words. Well, so, um, so here's the thing. Do you then mm-hmm. edit in the bleeps in order to keep it authentic or do you up the age rating in order to keep it authentic? Because you can't yeah. have both. I guess we're back to being a raunchy degenerate podcast, huh? I don't when think did we ever stop really i don't think there's children listening so if you were to say the most grotesque adult adults only sentence because this is a podcast about sentences uh the, now really. that you know the gates are open you're free to say whatever you want to say whatever raunchy awful thing i'm giving you permission to say it now just now or can i bank it for later um, at some point this episode, you're allowed to say just the worst thing. Now, caveat, don't be hateful. <laughs> no hate speech. But Why would you need to remind me of that? <laughs> because you're a hateful person, Ethan. You're the least pleasant no. person I've ever had on the podcast. You're so mean. You're the meanest guy. Ethan, you look very wounded, and I want you to know that's irony. Obviously, you're 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 a kind soul. I don't know if the Zoom audio compression stopped me stopped or stopped you from hearing the noises I was making. I don't know. Oh, that... it, there's a chance it did. Make those noises again, please. Is that I, anything? I, nothing. Yeah, it's not coming through. Okay. Uh, well, never mind then. It might come through. <laughs> to the people listening or it might just be compressed and we'll never hear it if you were to describe if you were to describe the noise uh 
like let's say in the written word like you're writing a novel and you had to describe that word how would you describe uh, that, that noise that you made it's how would you a, describe it's it? it's a ah with mm-hmm. but with an exclamation mark at the end and really high pitched really high pitched yeah okay it canceled it out again brilliant <laughs> is it like uh you know how like the you've only played one video game but have you have you watched any walkthroughs of like the ocarina of time and do you know how the fairy sounds that's that's looking at your face that's what i'm picturing in a way but do you mean the little the, li- the little what what is it you know that that <laughs> I, I nearly hey, heard that. That was. Oh, okay. Hey, look, Zoom listen, but I said it really high pitched. <laughs> Zoom's really scuffering this this bit. Yeah, maybe maybe Zoom isn't the best way to record a podcast. It's just the way that I know. <laughs> so well, I, I don't know how else we would. I mean, yeah. There's other services. I tried another service before, and it didn't really work for me. But I keep getting emails that they've improved their service. I might try that again. I forgot what it's called, but I'll just check my emails um zencaster that was it oh a, a podcast that i did use the zencaster 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 yeah no e at the end it's just like straight from a t to an r at the end oh really. that's so cool so cool because that's, that's how you know it's tech that's how you know it's like silicon valley like that's really, absolutely really cool. tech yeah. that's so tech though. so tech <laughs> that that's, would that's be the tech. worst uh <laughs> evolve evolvement evolvement uh of the english language if we if we decided to uh evolution there's that's the word that'd be the worst evolution in the english language if gen z kids started saying that's so tech to mean something was like really cool i would i would hate that a lot yeah 20 20 gen z is listening don't don't do that oh my gosh do you guys say gen z uh i mean it's it's it changes largely because again i think we've discussed this before uh-huh. So much of our understanding of modern pop culture comes from the states, right? And so I'd say it's probably about fifty-fifty of people saying Gen Z or people saying Gen Z. This is the first time I've heard Gen Z, and that's awesome. That's that's incredible. <laughs> Gen Z, because I here's the thing: I think Z is the superior way to say that letter. Um, too many letters rhyme, so you get them like you have to say like C is in cat, uh, or z is in zebra you know um to differentiate when you're like but well, Zed... we, we, we would say zebra but um <laughs> two things about that which uh i don't know I'm, I'm gonna throw these out here and there may be a chance so sure. when when we were in um I, what would you call it primary school mm-hmm. ages like five to eleven i don't yeah. know what that would be for you elementary school but elementary, primary school. I, I know i know primary school too i think some people might still call it that in, in the states too but it's, it's impossible to know but um uh we to differentiate c and k um they would they would they would call it curly cur and kicking cur curling cur and kicking cur yeah so c is the curly cur yeah and uh and kicking of course. Cur, uh which is you know he's got a little leg isn't it a little well, kick. It does. It does. C is a confusing one. It makes too many sounds. <laughs> Depending on what Should you pair it with, and like it, it, it confuses the eyes and the E's. The C will just like throw that whole order of operations off. It's it's no good. It's no good. Okay. The other thing I was going to mention: the mm-hmm. NATO phonetic alphabet. Are you aware of this? NATO phonetic. No. 
Uh, so basically, and again, don't don't let this be an indication of what Americans know and don't know. I'm really dumb. So, so <laughs> no, you're not. Um, so I'm not it's... fishing for compliments, Ethan. I know, I know how smart I am. <laughs> it's it not very. Basically, <laughs> basically, it's when you're like communicating over radio. Sometimes, okay. like letters can sound quite similar to each other like b and d oh so like alpha beta okay yeah that's the one yeah yeah i just didn't i have heard the name nato phonetic and i i can never recall it though so yeah okay uh so i'm just i'm just gonna pull it up because i did try and learn it because it's useful to have Mm -hmm. so charlie delta um, yeah your your thing your your twitter handle for the show l-o-t-r sentence uh or should you say lemur oscar tango romeo sentence lemur oscar tango romeo sentence yeah i could start saying that bit of fun isn't it that's pretty fun it'll make it sound like you're doing it over cb radio as well yeah like you're in a truck yeah (laughs) um i was trying to think of like some kind of a cb radio joke uh but it's early and I, I got I got no wordplay on my mind. It's half one in the morning where you are, isn't it? Again, time is moving backwards here. It is the quantum realm. I'm recording out of the quantum realm. Um, I love it when you say again, because that was a reference to something that happened in the last episode, which obviously came out a week ago. I mean, what can I say? It's early. But it... <laughs> um, another thing... That really tickled me. <laughs> another thing we talked about last week, and I was a very good host about uh was you wanted to tell see the thing is hosts usually love hearing about celebrity anecdotes and you came ready with a salma hayek and uh anecdote and i just flew past it uh the the greats would be disappointed you know jimmy kimmel jimmy fallon uh any any other Jimmy who's ever interviewed anybody, <laughs> they would they would have just eaten that anecdote up. Um, the whole studio audience would have had a good laugh, but I forgot that you mentioned it, and then we moved on and we read a sentence out of a book. So before we get to the one sentence rule of them all this week, I do want to hear this on the Hayek. Uh, well, the the, the, the problem was, and I I do take some responsibility for this. Yeah, which is that I said I would do it later in the episode in order mm. to keep people hooked onto the episode that we're doing, Ooh. and I'm going to do that again. So if if I may, I would like to defer the Sam Hayek anecdote to the end of the episode after we've done one sentence to rule them all. Well, I'm on pins and needles, um, and I'm ready for it. And I'm not going to forget this time. Well, we'll we'll see. Because <laughs> I'm not going to remind you. I want to see how you've grown as a host. Well, I haven't had that much time to grow. <laughs> You're so authentic. See. I'm just going to type fantasy into the Google bar to see if there's any fantasy news. Click on the news. It's probably All fantasy, fantasy again, sports again. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, tis the season, isn't it? It's always some kind of fantasy season. Fantasy baseball, fantasy football. Sorry. Fantasy American football. Uh, fantasy... I don't think they do. Do they do fantasy uh, soccer football? Uh, yeah, I think I think there's leagues that they do for that. There's leagues. I guess I yeah. don't really soccer. There have always been fans in the States, but I think it's just now kicking off 
for more people uh, and becoming off. a popular <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, because yeah. they do kick the ball. Thing, yeah. <laughs> That's they would it's pretty good. Much. Pretty good. But my cynical brain thinks that people are just getting into it because Ted Lasso became popular, and um, could well be. Could be. You you don't know Ted Lasso. It's a TV show. Sorry. Well, actually, I, I, I actually do know Ted Lasso, and I'll oh, tell you, know you for why. Um, last year, I was shooting. We spoke about this actually um, on the episode that we did back in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about to start on Horrible Histories, uh, which is That's a right. children's sketch show. And I have a couple of questions about Horrible Histories, but I'll let you finish this first. Yeah, no worries. Uh, but um, we did a few weeks in studio, mm-hmm. uh, and it was at the West London Film Studios where Ted Lasso were also. Mm. Now, they were supposed to have finished in July. We arrived at the studio in, like, November, and they were still there, and they were mm-hmm. still there when we Whoa. left in December. Because it turns out, if you're Apple, mm-hmm. you can afford to just have a standing crew and a standing set at a film studio and just not use it. Um, For now, they can I think we're learning that, like, because Netflix was like the big, hey, we got money to spend, baby. And then when they never made any money, now they're like having to scramble and think, oh, do we need advertisers now? But Apple has other sources of revenue. So I was going to say, I, th- but, I would, I would yeah. argue that Apple and Amazon are a bit different in that regard because they're not just in the business. Of yeah, I think, though, if they see that they're like studio part of their company isn't creating any revenue they're going to change some things if it's just a money suck then it might things might change i don't know i just don't trust that this industry is going to be stable ever and i'm just always cynical oh, this has never been stable but <laughs> no it never so, has certainly been. you can afford to be a little bit more stable if you're apple <laughs> right right i guess that's true i guess that's true um so horrible histories is a show you've recorded or you've you filmed way more episodes um since the last time we spoke it blew up your socials you were always in some kind of costume yes um so i have a couple of questions about horrible histories um let me pull up my notes um on horrible histories do you wear wigs yes almost Mm. all the time um and have you worn wigs yes almost all the time Okay, and just jot that down. Okay, um, will you wear wigs if they'll have me back? Okay, and when will you wear wigs if they have me back? Okay, cool. That's all. That's all I had. Oh, great, good stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna um, get a real deep dive into that. Yeah, I just wanted to know a couple of things about it, and now I think it's time for the one sentence to rule them all. This is the 95th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring, the second sentence of this new section. And last week we read the first sentence of this new section where we set the scene. It is a lovely September. The weather is nice and fine as you could have it, I would assume. Um, Okay. And that brings us to sentence 95. Here we go. A day or two later, a rumor, probably started by the knowledgeable Sam, was spread about that they, hold on, about that there were, whew, boy, let me start that sentence from the top. That's, that that's, do you know what, I'm going to call it what it is, that's bad writing. It's bad writing. J.R. Tolkien, not a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate that guy. 
A day or two later, a rumor, probably started by the knowledgeable Sam, was spread about that there were going to be fireworks. Fireworks, what is more, such as, such as had not been seen in the Shire for nigh on a century, not indeed since the old Took died. What is this word? This like was a salad. salad. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was a mess. I tell you what, for someone who so regularly uses overly punctuation in uh-huh. his sentences, that really could have used some commas. It would have helped to like understand. So there's a couple of areas I want to point out in this sentence. Um, About that, there were going to be fireworks. Then there's a dash. And then it's just the word fireworks again. <laughs> And then what is more such as had not been seen in the Shire for nigh on a century, not indeed since the old took died. So we're, we're running on this sentence. It's a run on. So I would, I would put a comma after was spread about because I think that's the end of that bit. A day or two later, a rumor probably started by the knowledgeable Sam was spread about brief that there were going to be fireworks, fireworks. That's probably how, because I was just reading it as was spread about that there were going, you know, because that's I, I think that's the only way that makes sense, because otherwise yeah. it, is a, it is a clown shoe sentence otherwise. And so here's something he's written this book for the first 94 sentence in kind of like a commoner tongue, just like it's very like um, approachable in its language for like the common man. And then. I read this last bit, the such as had not been seen in the Shire for nigh on a century. It almost sounds like he's going, it, it's it's bordering on Shakespearean over the top. Like, uh, you know, it, it, it just feels like he's trying to speak all flowery all of a sudden in a way. Because essentially that, all that he's saying is that it's fireworks which hadn't been seen in the Shire for a hundred years. Right, but that's all he's saying. But had he's not been seen in the to... Shire for nigh on a century, not since the old Took died. So there haven't been fireworks for a bit. It's essentially what he's right. saying. But he's used I feel dozens like of words to say that. If if he were to put this sentence in one of the first ninety four sentences, I think that's what he would say. Is just there had not been fireworks for a hundred years in the Shire, but nigh on a century just feels like, and and it isn't this new section and maybe it's like a perspective shift you know we're going from town gossip to like now we're getting into we're sort of we're panning out yeah we're mm, yeah panning out yeah i, think I don't part know of the problem again is that we've <laughs> you know i hate to bring this up again we've been bogged down for so long with people just talking to each other mm-hmm. that i'd almost i'd forgotten the authorial voice well, I don't even think the authorial. I mean, I can go back for reference, but I don't think the authorial voice was uh, spoke quite like this. Like back, back in sentence nineteen, twelve more years passed. You know, that's just a that's that's a very approachable sentence. <laughs> so, and you compare that to the ninety fourth sentence last week. That very month was September, and as fine as you could ask. It just sounds so much like he's putting more. He's just adding more words. Twelve oh, more years think, passed. If you, you use that language, 
if you use the language of 12 more years past to do the 94th sentence, you just say it was September. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. September and the weather was nice. Yeah. This is very matter of fact. There's a rumor that there's going to be fireworks, which the Shire hasn't seen for a while. Yeah. You know? I don't know what he's trying to prove or what he thinks he's trying to prove. Where does he get off this Tolkien character? I'm going to have a word with this guy. I'm going to let's see if I can find his uh, contact information on like IMDb Pro or something. <laughs> you might be on IMDb Pro. John Ronald Ruel Tolkien. Um. Oh, you're not going to believe this. Okay. He died in 1973. What? Yeah. That's like... Chad, this year is the 50th anniversary of his death. Whoa. September 2nd was his uh, death day. So we'll have to have a party or something on the podcast. (laughs) Not like celebrating his death. Absolutely. We'll have a party. I know the Tolkien estate can be kind of uh, sensitive, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's the end of the joking about <laughs> Tolkien's death. But he died an old man. He was very happy. He was born in 1892. Um, so how old does that make him? I'm bad at math. That makes him 81 when he dies. He was exactly a hundred years older than me as well. Then. Oh yeah, you're a 92 yes. baby. I'm a 92 baby. I'm a 93 baby. Ah, uh, you're younger than me. I am. <laughs> you're a little baby. I'm turning 30 this year. I've already done it, mate. I've already yeah. done it. And that was like the pivotal year where, I mean, you've been busier and as an actor than ever at, at 30, right? It, it's It really has been. I was working, I mentioned before, I was working on my birthday, which is yeah the best present I could ask for because it means I'm in work there you go. as an actor, which is yeah. outrageous. And yeah, I've, I haven't stopped since then. You know, I have not really had any yeah. time off since like, since July, really. No, you reached out to me and were like, hey, I have like the rest of this week off. Uh, we should record some podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just, you're super busy. And that's great. I, I'm lo- really looking forward to Magic Mike 3. I'm Or Magic Mike The Last Dance. I'm looking forward yes. to. But it is um, the third film. It is the third film. Magic Mike the Third. Yeah, Shrek was the only one that I really did the third uh, for a title. Magic Mike the Third. More more movies should get clever. I mean, The Last Dance is clever. It's it's a subtitle, you know, but I John think the Wick Undisputed, four, the undisputed Kings of this are Alvin and the Chipmunks. They're pretty good. I thought you were gonna say the Fast and the Furious, though. Oh hell no. No, no, no. They couldn't come up with something as good as Alvin and the Chipmunks 2, the squeakle. Or uh, Chipwrecked was the third one. And Road Chip was the fourth Road one. Road Chip, yeah. <laughs> they just started doing... <laughs> they just did wordplay. That's fun. Remember too... when we used to have fun? Too Fast, Too Furious, though? That is a good sequel title. I I didn't mind the fate of the Furious because the fate of the Furious was very good too. I'll give him that. Tokyo Drift, that's quite a good subtitle. The uh, the tenth one is coming out, and I think they're splitting it into two parts. And I'm pretty sure they're going to do Fast Ten, and then Part Two will be Furious Ten. That would make me so. Oh my god. 
Oh no. That that's the only way to do it in my mind. If they do anything else, I'll be a little disappointed. Um I wonder how what my bacon number is for Vincent Diesel and Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Pull up the the database. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson is not doing Fast and Furious movies anymore, though. Or, do you remember that in- Instagram post when uh, Vin Diesel like publicly begged The Rock to come back? I don't. I don't follow movie news. I've only ever seen one uh, movie. Right, that's true. Well, there was this really, really <laughs> weird post where Vin Diesel was just like, "We need you, man. Like, my, my you're like a second father. You're like an uncle to my children, and we need you back in the movies." But they had some falling out or something, and. Vin Diesel decided to weirdly publicly uh, bridge the gap, and uh, it didn't work. He's not going to come back for the tenth movie. Is Ronda Rousey coming back? Um, I don't know. Fair enough. Uh, my Vin Diesel number's two. Whoa, who's the connect? Uh, Tallulah Riley again. Okay. Um, uh, the Bad Education movie, well over uh, exceeding its uh, general position, if you consider. How much of a cultural impact it had. Yeah, Tallulah Riley, that's the problem. Who, what, oh my God. Chad. What? Tallulah Riley used to be married to Elon Musk. (laughs) No way, I didn't know that. Started dating in 2008, married in 2010. In 2012, it ended. In 2013, they remarried. Wow. And then in 2014, filed for divorce a second time. And then in 2015, she was in the Bad Education movie. So you were in the Bad Education movie while she was married to Elon Musk? No, it was after. It was just after. Because they well, th- this is the second time in 2014. Well, this is divorced 2016. 2016? That's what Wikipedia is saying. Uh, maybe they filed for oh, divorce. He, he filed for divorce in gotcha. 2014, and the divorce actually went through. So it was like a technicality. So it was during the divorce procedure, right? Wow, how about that? So my I'm God. so with with my connection to Elon Musk, that that really uh, shrinks down my bacon number on a lot of these too. Yeah, it really does. Right, let's see about Dwayne Johnson. Actually, no, I, I know the answer to this one. It's going to be two, and it's going to be through Jack Whitehall. Mm. What do they do? They were in Jungle Cruise together. Yeah, oh, there you go. Jungle Cruise. That was a fun movie. I didn't see it. I've only ever seen one movie. That's right. <laughs> you should watch more. I really like movies. <laughs> I know. If you ever, if anyone ever, goes, if you're not following Chad's Instagram, please do because it's the most <laughs> wholesome thing. Because like every, usually like maybe bi biweekly. So yeah, we get a picture of Chad next to a poster for a movie, and he's like, "It's just the caption's always like, I love the movies,' or here we are <laughs> in the movies again, and it's yeah. just it's so wholesome." Uh, my wife and I—that's like our thing. We on a, a night we have free, we'll just go to the movies because we we love it. Um, it's our happy place, and kind of recently, uh, I used to do this every now and then, where it was, I'd see just a ridiculous, like one of those huge like displays, um. There was one of like Clifford the Big Red Dog when that movie came out. And I was like, hey, take my picture in front of this. It's like a joke, you know. But now I've just done it every time we go to the movies. <laughs> and <laughs> early on, my wife, Laura, she was like uh, pretty embarrassed to be taking the picture. She was like, people are looking at us like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but now <laughs> it's become this thing because I've done it so frequently. We're like, 
she'll see that uh there's a new display and she'll you know say like all right do i need to take do i need to take a picture give me your phone okay let's do it let's get this over with <laughs> she's a good sport about it but but you know the the resulting content is so heartwarming I think it's great. I think it's my favorite thing I've ever used social media for. I remember because social media is a weird thing where like you can just get on there and be so angry and mad. Like I can get on Twitter and like argue about like, I think your position on this issue is immoral. And uh, and then they'll say, well, I think your position is immoral. And then we just fight and it's bad and we none of us feel good. Or you can just take pictures in front of movie posters and and just make a a dumb smile, uh, holding a big bucket of popcorn while you're just standing next to the Dungeons and Dragons display, um, and that can be I social mean, as, media too. As you as you uh, pointed out, like when when Horrible Histories was going, like every mm-hmm. couple of weeks, I'd just post up pictures of me in costume, and, and it was delightful. I love seeing because it's a wide variety of uh, characters. Um, I played 107 individual characters uh, across. That's that's what we call in the business. That's what we call range. Yes. All the way from, I think the earliest was ancient Egypt all the way to the 1940s. Wow. So, yeah. Who are you in ancient Egypt? It was like, it looked like a Pharaoh kind of thing. Something like that. Yeah. Just a generic Pharaoh. Just a generic Pharaoh. Yeah. And then you were like a gangster in the forties. Uh, it looked like a gangster, but it actually wasn't. Oh, was it? I was just the confusion arose from the fact that I was wearing a fedora. Yeah, you just had the hat. Yeah, <laughs> you had the hat. But the character was not a gangster. Uh, oh, here's his okay. his school time. So you know how last episode last week we were talking about the iniquities of American healthcare. Yeah. Uh, well, over here we have the in the UK we have the National Health Service. Uh, is, uh, oh, okay, but that that's probably not any good because that's socialism, and we were told from a very young age. That anything you get for free is actually a bad thing. And well, that you should have thing. to pay for everything. We yeah. can mitigate that because we pay for it through mm. taxation. Mm. But that sounds like the government getting involved. And the government uh, should be small. That's what we were told growing up. Absolutely. It? should always yeah. be. But, but we have that. We should not even notice the government doing good things for us. They should actually be working against us. And we should have to overcome them. That's that's the dream. That's why we need guns is so that we can overthrow the government if we need to. That's what we were taught from a very young age in this normal country. Uh. Anyway, the guy I was playing is called Anurin Bevan. And he invented the NHS in the 40s. He's oh, really cool. cool. So really not cool a gangster. Guy. Not a not a gangster. Just created possibly the most significant post-war thing in the UK. I feel like you were posing in that costume as if you were a gangster. I feel like you were making it. Maybe I'm remembering the post wrong, but I remember seeing a picture and thinking he looks like a, a 1940s gangster. I think the issue arises from the fact that I just am that cool. Mm, yeah. And so, like, oh, you, know, so you I could, think I, crime is cool? I think being a gangster is cool because I I actually lied to you, Chad. I've seen two films. Whoa! What's the I've other seen one? The Matrix Reloaded and I've seen Bugsy Malone. <laughs> okay. And you, you should watch. You, uh, you should watch The Irishman and tell me how cool you think being a gangster is. What's The Irishman? Uh, Martin Scorsese film Who's about. That? Uh, well, he's like the greatest film director of of our time. Um, Why haven't I heard of him? I don't know. 
you know the Wachowskis. I guess you think the Wachowskis are the greatest film uh, makers of our time. Uh, well, certainly they made one very good film. Right. I'll give them a little, little confusing, but you know, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I liked it when they went on the motorway. They called oh, great, it the great part. Great part. Yeah. yeah, we we do that here. We tend to yeah, do they, that. they went up. They went on that, and then uh, yeah, the the, the um, at one point, um, uh, Morpheus. He's one of the characters in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's got a long long coat he has, and he had um a sword and uh, yeah. Uzi. Yeah, and um, he was where did you see of... those two weapons in the same context? You know. Very rarely, very rarely. And he's he's standing there and he's in the middle of the freeway and there's a car coming towards him and he's being driven by these two twins that can like phase in and out of existence. Mm-hmm. Like they can just do that. And then they're driving to and they're gonna crash into him. But what he does, you see, Chad, mm-hmm. is that he he sort of sidesteps the car, which is going really fast. He's gotta be very he's gotta be very careful when he does this. Yeah. And he slices the, the tires with with his katana, and the car flips, Chad. It flips onto its side and then in slow motion he turns around he fires the uzi into the like the underside of the car it blows up chad yeah it's incredible i, I saw it that's <laughs> it's a good part i really love that part i mean i imagine uh, you probably have seen it because you've seen a lot of movies i've seen a lot of movies including the matrix reloaded and the matrix resurrections and the matrix revolutions we're so the matrix sequels uh they're they're a fun group of sequels too. Just they they decided to stick with the R subtitle for some reason. RE, in fact. That's RE, yeah, reloaded, uh resurrection, and then uh or res resolution and then resurrection. Yeah. So what's what's next? Redux? Reboot? Maybe. Recidivism? <laughs> it's just the R word. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> The Wachowskis, come on. Yeah, come on, Wachowskis. You're gonna get freaking cancelled. Hits. Oh, was that the most offensive sentence you could think of for Mm -hmm. the episode? Yeah. All right, well, I can think of a better segue into um, your anecdote with Salma Hayek. Uh, First, before we do that. Yeah. um, I've just got something to fill you in super quick (laughs) with. Sure. Welcome to White Line Fever Sentence, your one-stop shop for the compelling autobiography of Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead, read a sentence at a time. I am joined by Chad Oliver. Hello, sir. How are you? Hi. Um, so it's been a while since I've been on the show. Um, I imagine well, I you've had... A- I took a uh, six-month hiatus. Oh, okay. I was thinking you probably had a lot of different guests on the show, and we might be further ahead in the book. What sentence are you on now? Uh, I believe we're on sentence uh, five. That can't be right, because I was on the first four episodes, and we were... Who who have your other guests been? Have you not... I've not had any other guests. Oh, I was actually having this discussion with Chad Oliver on um his podcast Lord of the Rings Sentence. I've um I know him. I've I've been quite busy over the last uh last right. few months. Okay. I've well, been doing the show called Horrible Histories like you know I actually it was it was actually really difficult to set a time for um Lord of the Rings Sentence. Like I was uh, yeah. I've I've been flinging myself around but he was very accommodating. I like that guy. 
Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, listen, I, something I've been thinking about is if I'm going to be on every episode of uh, White Fever Sentence, um, and could I be bumped up to maybe co-host of this show? Because like, it just feels a little weird to call me a guest if I'm on every episode. So Are previously, you having any book, other guests? Uh, Ian Fraser Kilmeister was born on Christmas Eve. We know that. Yeah, we he know had that. beautiful golden hair, which fell out five mm-hmm. days later. He had no fingers, no eyebrows, and he was bright red. Uh, and uh, he, he, he was shouting. That was his earliest memory. Right. Uh, so that's as far as we've got so far. So here's the fifth Thanks sentence the refresher, of yeah. White Line Fever. Okay. Probably a tantrum, or I may have been rehearsing. That's in reference to him shouting. Did we read that sentence already? I haven't got it marked off. Maybe it's the next one. Okay, we'll do the next that one. That does well, sound familiar. All right. Was, was he, uh, yeah, was it a temper? Or was he just rehearsing? That sounds like a familiar thing. Okay, so, okay, well, this might be a redo of an earlier episode. Like I said, I've had six months off. So, tell you what, right. we'll, we'll let yeah, this episode here and then we'll, we'll just, I have we'll another just jump straight. We'll just jump straight into the. I have another podcast too, and I took a hiatus recently too, and it 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 was a lot of you know working out the the rest of uh, of a long time off, um. So I get it. All right. Okay. So um, sorry, sorry, that's this thing. Uh, Chad, you want to plug your pluggables? Oh yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Chad A Oliver. I'm also on Letterbox. That's probably my favorite social media because I love movies. Um, and you can follow my other podcast, Lord of the Rings Sentence at LOTR Sentence. Uh, thank you very much, Chad. Yeah. Uh, so this has been the fifth sentence of White Line Fever. Join us next time for the sixth sentence of White Line Fever. And we're back to uh, Lord of the Rings Sentence. Hey, Ethan. Welcome um, to White Line Fever, your one-stop shop for the complete and total breakdown of Lemmy Kilmister's autobiography, White Line Fever. I am your host, Ethan Lawrence, joined by my guest Chad A. Oliver. How are you, sir? Um, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, since we last spoke, uh, I've been sitting in my desk chair, um, playing with this little solar-powered flashlight that I forgot that I had. And oh, that's uh, really interacting very strangely with your Zoom background. Isn't it? Yeah, because it's it's trying to like, yeah, it's like cutting me off a little bit. It doesn't recognize. That's very strange. This yeah. is this is not a but... We should say that this is not a video podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not going to release the video of White Line Fever sentence? Uh, we, well, we haven't. I mean, I suppose we could do it for uh, for the social. I, I don't know. Yeah, we could we do some social media content. Yeah. You should start oh, an Instagram send... account for White Line Fever sentence. Well, I'll tell you what, if you send any, if you're interested in that, send any inquiries to LOTR sentence on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll try and uh, implement them as soon as possible. So we're moving on to the sixth sentence here. We had a bit of an admin issue before (laughs) but you know we're all about authenticity on this podcast oh okay Uh, that's that's, that's very original for the new year yeah yeah well i I, I know it's maybe not original but like you know hey we should all be striving to be authentic wouldn't you agree chadwick i i do so here's a sixth sentence uh so we know that uh he was born uh ian fraser colmister on christmas eve 1945 premature he had golden hair that fell out fingernails eyebrows none of those uh, and he was shouting. Uh, he might have been a tantrum, may have been rehearsing. And uh, here he is, sixth sentence. Mm-hmm. I was always an early starter. Bravo. Great so stuff. So probably referring to the rehearsing. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's probably that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe getting an early start at having temper tantrums too, but I doubt it. I think everyone pretty much gets an early start to that. Um, I think that's but... how we all begin, really, just yelling, yelling and naked. Yeah, we didn't ask for this so we show up in the world and we're like this sucks get me out of here and you you probably don't have any sense memory from that time but i would imagine it's very chilly probably after being in like i mean because you're used to basically a 98 degree sauna um and what's that in celsius sorry for our uk listeners oh gosh probably like 30 i don't know how celsius works what is the body temperature for celsius 50 <laughs> 50 seems a bit high. <laughs> yeah, because 100 degrees is like... 50. 100 degrees is boiling point. So it'd be under 50 because half of boiling point would be still way higher than the... I'm going to guess 30 is the body temperature for a person in Celsius, but I don't. Uh, we're just going to find out here. About 36. 36. Okay, I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Well, so, so does, wait, does water not boil at 100 where you live? No, no, no. It's it's much higher. Well, what is it? So it's two hundred something, probably like two sixty. I don't know, something like that. Two thirty. No, here's here's the deal. Fahrenheit doesn't make sense for like science. I will concede to that, but it is superior for like uh, describing the 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 temperature and, and how it feels. Um, okay. so I'll give you an example. If like, think of it this way, you go outside and it's 70 degrees. Think of it as like, that's 70% hot. So it's not too hot. It's like, it's pretty comfortable. Okay. You go out and it's 30 degrees. That's only 30% hot. That's pretty cold. You should definitely wear a jacket, you know? So we're, t- we're taking, so a hundred degrees Fahrenheit we're saying is hot. That's 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 really hot. Definitely wear a t-shirt and shorts. You're gonna be sweating. That's like the sun is beaming down. Hot summer okay. day, 100 degrees. Yeah. So that that that's where it like kind of makes sense to me. Where like you get to 100 hot, it's like ooh. That and anything over 100 percent is like ungodly. Like that. Stay inside. It's just it's too hot to be outside. Do you know that actually is really useful because like for for Celsius, we'd say that would be mm-hmm. 35. That would probably be where it topped out. Right. Like you guys have to, uh, I imagine the difference between 35 and 33 is tremendous, right? Like that's a big, really, you really feel it. You really feel it. Yeah. You really feel it. So, and that, that would be the equivalent of like probably, oh, 90 degrees and 80 degrees here. So there's just more like fine tuning of of the temperature for like climate and like in in like people will get in fights about uh you know should the thermostat be at 71 degrees fahrenheit or like 68 degrees fahrenheit or 69 if you're feeling a little naughty um, <laughs> well you know be careful this is a pg podcast oh this one is a pg podcast <laughs> What do you mean this one is a PG podcast? It's always right, been. right, because we only exist in the world of white line fever sentence right now. Um that's how this works, right? Right. Let, let me just let me do something here real quick. 69 degrees Fahrenheit to Celsius. That is 20 degrees Celsius. Now that would be sort of like a, an early summer, late spring day. 
Okay. But 69 degrees Celsius, you could cook meat. Okay, so, well, it's kind of well-rounded. This, Do you, when you have, like, a thermostat in Celsius, does it have, like, decimals? Does it say, like, 30.1 degrees Celsius? Sometimes you'll get ones with 0.5, but generally it goes gotcha. in 0.5 increments. We just have, we have more increments per, like, we'll argue about, like, it should be 76 degrees inside. No, it should be 75. Like, and I, I think it's, it's the same Celsius degree. So I feel like. It doesn't make that much know. of a difference. It doesn't make that much of a difference. Maybe not to you, but to us entitled Americans. Um, it has to be just right or we're miserable. Speaking of being just right, have you got any more thoughts on this sentence? Um, no, these sentences are really short. Um, I, I was on another sentence by sentence podcast uh, that was doing a Tolkien book. I can't remember the name, but they those sentences could be pretty cumbersome and long and frankly difficult to read. Um, where is this book, White Line Fever? A uh, lot of lot of short, easy to digest sentences. I don't, I don't feel like there's much to talk about. And yeah, I'm going to make you talk about it. Oh, um, that's all I have to say. Uh, Fair enough. Well, do you want to plug your pluggables? Yeah, you can follow me at Chad Ayala, or you can follow my podcast at LLTR Sentence. Uh, and for anything White Line Fever related, I cannot stress enough, please pass that forward to LOTR Sentence, uh, care of Chad Oliver. This has been White Line Fever Sentence, your one-stop shop for many illnesses or biography. We're back to Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous book, The Lord of the Rings. Ethan is having a coughing fit, so he's muted his Zoom. Uh, he's now drinking water, and I think he will be ready to speak pretty soon here. That, that Hey! You got a little teary-eyed there. Are you okay? Yeah. You got, you really got really caught my throat there. Choked up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm all right. Uh, is anyone around that can like give you the Heimlich if necessary? I didn't. I guess you're not joking. Anything. I don't know where this came from. Wow, that it was very alarming to see uh, from my point of view. I'm so um, sorry. I, I didn't. No, I didn't want to worry you. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I was on a Zoom with someone on the other side of the planet who started like choking to death. Well, <laughs> it sounds like the worst situation to be in apart from the person choking to death that might be a little worse but well, as uh, the senior vice executive producer of this podcast yeah i would insist that you put the episode out as is good to know um <laughs> just be the biggest pivot like i guess i would call 911 our emergency hotline. I don't know what y'all's is over there. And just it's, say, well, just for the future reference, just so you know, it's nine 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 nine. There, that's a little easier to remember. Uh, just press nine for a little while, and then you're. But then, of course, you know, yours is now a lot easier to remember thanks to the events of two thousand and one. Right. That's right. Yeah, where a lot of people dialed the number, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, it's the day's date." <laughs> Why do you always come back to this chat? <laughs> do you think there was a, a part of someone who was like, who saw the, the plane hit the tower and they were like, oh my God, call 911.
and internally they were like, "Oh, like like today." Huh, coincidence. Huh? Hey, well, yeah. well, that's kind of. Of course, the way dates work in the UK, we wouldn't. It would have been eleven. It'd be one one nine. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, pretty much everyone does dates that way, other than America. We just decide to be different. You just insist on doing things differently because you've just got to be the yeah. special child. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about it on the show before, but like the Fahrenheit to Celsius, that's one thing. But I, I have a take about Fahrenheit to Celsius. I can get into if you, uh, if if we please have time. do, please yeah, do. So, oh, is this uh, your part? I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, Fahrenheit. Uh, I will, I will concede that Celsius is um, better for science because, you know, 100 being boiling point, zero being freezing point. That just makes sense. Yeah, However, especially because we use water a lot. Like, you know, we we know we can understand that as a framework. We're mostly water, uh, yeah. our bodies. So, but when measuring like the the climate, the atmosphere around you, the the inside of your house or the weather outside, it just makes sense like 70 you think of it as like 70% hot. So it's pretty comfortable. It's not too hot. It's just like a nice average feeling. And then you get up to like 100, 100% hot. That's that's too hot. You should stay inside. Anything over so you, 100 you'd say is that like, like 100 extreme. degrees Fahrenheit is sort of really where it sort of caps out. That's like, if it well, goes any higher than that. You should stay inside if it's higher than 100, probably. I mean, like if it's like 101, 102, sure. But if it gets up to 110, that's when it's like, yeah your 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 shoes are going to melt on the pavement kind of a thing well let me look um, at what 100 degrees fahrenheit is in celsius 37 yeah. yeah i wouldn't go out in that yeah it's it's too hot now zero degrees is zero percent hot that's when it's just like too cold anything under zero is like stay inside once again um and then if it's like in 30s and lower you're definitely wearing a heavy coat um so yeah look up zero degrees fahrenheit to celsius um that would be uh yeah on that now negative 17 oh yeah i mean my god that's like yeah. polar yeah so our 30 is close to your zero um i think 32 yeah 32 is our freezing point so that's zero degrees celsius it's just so funny because like 32 degrees here that's like a hot summer's day right but it is it is Definitely no code then. <laughs> right I've, I'm sure there's all kinds of opportunities for people visiting to hear like, it'll be zero degrees today, or it'll be 32 degrees today. And they're like, oh, geez, I need to wear a jacket. But then, you know. Well, we've been, I've been uh, shooting this um, TV drama up north and it mm. has been getting blisteringly cold. We've been going into minus. Yes. And it's it's freezing, Chad. It's so cold. Jeez. I posted a thing up on my Instagram uh, where the last thing I posted was my uh, the filming location, which was just this bench in Redcar, a place called Redcar. Uh, just this... a bench on the beach with wind farms in the background. It was so cold. This morning it was 6.6 .6 degrees Celsius when I took the dog out. Um, so that's pretty cold for, for Los Angeles. That is cold. It's pretty, pretty shivering. And in um, California as well. I know, it's which we assume is always be covered hot and sunny, in baking in golden sunlight. You'd assume. Um, now I do want to hear the Salma Hayek uh, anecdote, and then I mean we read the sentence, so we're we're kind of just killing time. Well, I, I don't know if we've got enough time, Chad. Haven't you got to oh. go to work? Okay, well that's fine. We can always put it off till next time. I mean, it's it's, it's your call. I mean, it's your part. If you think, if you feel like we've got time, I can do it. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I want to okay. hear it. 
I'm going to be right. a good host. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Jimmy. James Corden. Jimmy, Jimmy Corden. <laughs> Old Jimmy Every, Everyone's favorite. America loves him. UK loves him. We can't get enough of the Corden. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So the, the Salma Hayek anecdote. Yeah. Um, do you want to, should we do plugs first so we can sort of end with this? Sure, yeah. Uh, people can follow the show at LOTR Sentence. They can follow me at Chad A. Oliver. Twitter and not, well, Twitter for the show, but not for my personal. I'm off. Couldn't take it anymore. After what my previous guest, Elon Musk, did to the website, I just don't want it anymore. Um, but the show's still there, and you can follow me on Instagram and Letterboxd. Uh, and as for me, you can follow me at, at Ethan D. Lawrence on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Magic Mike, The Last Dance. Uh, coming to cinemas on February 10th. Uh, check it out across your Valentine's Day weekend uh, and hope you enjoy it. Now, speaking of Magic Mike The Last Dance, I have got a Sam Hayek anecdote. Mm. Uh, so, uh, on the live, so you're coming up to the last one. Hey, Chad here. So the next part of the podcast, uh, we had some weird feedback. So I tried my best to cobble together what works, but um, we lost a lot of audio. So here goes... And I want to give them a gift. I fucking love salt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. You're hurting me. <laughs> How would I know that's how I How would I know? Because she's Salma Hayek, and you should know. <laughs> she's got that Salma Hayek. Well, thanks for joining me. And thank you, audience, for listening to the 95th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. We're approaching 100 pretty pretty soon here. Um, tune in next week for the 96th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.